Peekaboo. Who is it? <laughs> Wait, I always do that. Um, Peekaboo. Is that a response to that? No, it's Knock Knock. Yeah. Peekaboo. Who's there? What? <laughs> Peekaboo. Yeah. No. Peekaboo. Yeah, we're oh, losing. Object, I can, what I they can call hear it? everybody. Ob- like, skip, skip, <laughs> pressing skip, yes. skip forward, skip forward. Try yeah, to find something down interesting. The, the yeah. double forward button on your computer, it'll kind of start to skip ahead your yeah. podcast. Yeah. That's why we put the times in there, folks, so you can just yeah, look, just look down right there and go, oh, this. interviews. We can that, tell uh, already this is going to be uh, object permanence. That's what I was thinking of. Object said, permanence? Peekaboo. Little just, kids don't have object permanence. Wow. Right? Do you know I, this? I'm just a, a kind of a gog here. Do, do you not know this? No. So when you go peekaboo and you cover their eyes and they open them, you can like move out of the way and they like, oh, gone. Or we know, how does this work? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even understand. No, they just write peekaboo. That's why they laughed. Gone. Yeah. Oh, they're gone. Oh, there they are. Oh, they're. They don't know you're still there. Ah. You're still permanently yeah. there. Well, they're just little kids, right? Yeah. But they should still know that. Somebody, it should be obvious. Somebody studied and, that. That's pretty. Hey, Jeff, I found a really cool chart. I was going to email you, but lately on my iPhone, I send links and it just comes up as some weird thing. Remember, I sent you a link. It wasn't a link. I had to email it. Okay. Operator error. Um, Maybe. It was all the space launches mapped out into the into the galaxy further and further. Like where they In are? In order, left to right. So like, yeah, your first mission just kind of went up and around and back. And they're all on the... So the moon is getting circled like a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of times with different missions. Yeah. So this is like Voyager 2. And then the next one goes further and then it loops around this planet and loops around this planet. Yeah. It's really cool. I thought you'd love it. I would. So if I can find it, I'll link it. Okay. And well, you've got to find it, it now. I do now. So Very cool report graphic. report back next show. Great graphic. Yeah. All the missions, where they went, how far out. Yeah, really neat. But I wanted to say... About in my class today, remember I told you this interesting thing about don't be a stupid American. The kids, you know, always have an issue. So you're studying uh, revolutionary days. Why would they wear white wigs? Well, you know, there's some reasons for that about, I forget, lice or something or, you know. But it's also, it's just fashion. Yeah. You know, it's just fashion. Well, Like wearing your pants down around your knees <laughs> like that yes it's just fashion it's just fashion and the it kids, makes no sense the kids look at that and they're like well that's stupid and like well everybody did it it's just also from your pants are by your knees talk about <laughs> stupid this is also from singing in the rain the girl goes why would people wear these big dumb wigs you know everyone wore them lena well then everyone was stupid yeah and the junior high kids, as you know, do that. Would do this all the time. So then you're studying the next thing, the twenties. Why would everybody, why would the girls bob their hair like that? It's so short. It looks stupid. Well, it was the fa- it was rebellion. It was the fashion. Yeah. You know, well, everyone did it. Well, then everyone was stupid. Today, they said, "Who?" I had a picture of the Chinese Exclusion Act, an editorial cartoon by Thomas Nast. Great editorial cartoonist. Look him up, everybody. Amazing work. 
And the word nasty comes from, guess what? Thomas Nast. He was like a muckraker. He would show them, you know. And he... Jeff did, is Jeff is quietly going <laughs> to Google, Google this and see. Do Chinese Exclusion Act, Nast, Thomas Nast. And it showed a California guy, like, pulling on the queue of a man from China. Do you know what the queue is? The long black braid? Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah, it's shaved around the head. Yeah. And this front row kids, like eight of them, all look at this cartoon, and they start, like, giggling. And I'm like, what, what are you laughing at? You know, the guy's pulling his hair, and they're like, well, look. He's like, look at that hairline. <laughs> and he's got this long braid. <laughs> and I'm like, kids. And then I explained what it was. I explained that I would like to grow one personally. I think it would be super cool. Laura won't let me grow my hair that long. And braid it up in the back all the way down to the butt. You would like to do that? I would like to wear a cue. And this kid, Oogie. That's stupid. <laughs> Oogie, he's from Mongolia. Guess what he says? I wore a cue when I was little. Really? Yes. And here's all these American kids who are mocking it. So I basically illustrate this by saying, look, guys. In the far future, if you believe in evolution, maybe we're evolving to be more hairless, right? From ape days. Yeah. And so someday it'll be the fashion for everyone to be very hairless. Not like me. I'm rather very hairy, still chested and armed, but bald. So you better shave. Everyone who still has hair will be shaving it so they can be this hairless, you know, future person. And that's the fashion. And they're going to look in a yearbook and they're going to turn to a picture of you in a textbook. Here's a class from 2018. (laughs) You're going to look at all your hair and go, why do all these kids have hair? Yeah. (laughs) They're stupid. They're stupid. So you you get it, kids? Yeah. And they get it. They're like, yeah, you got to break it all down. Got to open them up to all this stuff. You think they get it? A lot of them get it. They do get it. You got to warn them because you got to tell them in 20 years, look back at your picture and you're going to say, wow, well, you're... did I look awful <laughs> well, in those right. days? Look at that horrible stuff I was wearing in those days. That's right. You don't even have to go that far yeah. in the future. Yeah. You're right. I mean, when I went to prom, did you go to your prom? Yes, it was. Yes. I wore, wore a tuxedo. A leisure and suit. And it was like. Oh, you wore a leisure suit? Yeah. Really? I wore a tuxedo that was like white brocade jacket with a blue, fr- very, very frilly blue shirt and a blue bow tie. And I looked fantastic. In 1975. In 1975, yes. <laughs> Not so much now. It's pretty embarrassing now. So. What did you wear? You wore a leisure suit. I had some kind of leisure suit. I had leisure. I had one or two leisure suits back in those days. Yeah, yeah. It's like getting rid of ties. But, Everybody's going with the leisure suit. And I do this with uh, music also because I play a song of the day. Yeah. And actually, that's what sparked it. In another class, was a girl said, "Um, you know, oh, I said, who couldn't love this music? Uh, Irish jigs. Yeah. Uh, songs of the Irish. Everybody loves Irish jigs. You think." And she's like, no, no, I only like like this kind of music. And I'm like, oh, so only if it's music from this right now in this time and place and your location is at quality and everything else in the vast expanse of time and all around the world 
is all just worthless. Is this what you're telling me? <laughs> and then they kind of oh, get... Oh, good. Oh, uh, okay, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. I said, yeah, maybe there's yeah. some good music from everywhere. It's a matter of finding the quality or in, in the style of the music. Just set your judgment aside and listen to the music and listen to it for what it is. People aren't creating it to be annoying. They're creating it because it's what they like. That's what artists do. Except for disco. Except for disco. <laughs> Yeah, I think we can all agree on that. It's there's one exception, and it's disco. Okay, but I, I'm not into rap. I try though. I've tried. I've tried rap. Don't get it. Uh, yeah. Electronic dance music, EDM. I've tried, and I don't get that either. Uh, but I lo- I listened to something just coincidentally very recently on YouTube. A guy psychologist explaining why, in every generation, you like what you like when you're. 14 or 15 it talks it it's he, he talks about your brain development of your brain and your maturity and things like that and it sticks and that's the stuff you like and so as you progress you like that and things get different you don't like it so as we get old and although my, my brother does this a lot he calls me and says well the music they're playing today is <laughs> well but it is, i just say you know it's not my thing it I, is just like chanting i can change the channel but now, see, we like all kinds of other music from the past that we didn't listen to when we were younger, right? We do. I Don't lo- you? I yeah. love classical music from medieval times on up. Sure. And, uh, yeah, when I play these songs today, it's early jazz I love a lot more than yeah. modern jazz. Yeah, me and too. And swing. Who doesn't love swing? Some people. I don't know his <laughs> the name. The kids, all the kids in my yeah. class. Yeah. Oh, and a lot of them do appreciate the music. Usually it's your band kids, or you know they've been exposed to other more variety of things. I think but. more often uh, you probably appreciate music from where you are to the past, but when you're where you are and you're listening to the current stuff, you know you're listening to the new, the latest stuff. It's harder, although some of it's still similar to ours, like the Decemberists, right? No. What oh. about them? I love them. And they're new. Well, new as in like in the last eight years. Are they? Yeah. Arctic Monkeys. I hear a lot of new stuff the kids listen to that is good, but it's still in the genre of like rock and roll or um, what do they call it? Not grunge quite. But, but, but how old are they? The, 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 the band. band. Some of them are young. Some of them are yeah. young. They are influenced by stuff we have liked over the yeah. years. But you're right. Of course, there's going to be gonna exceptions. it's going to go rap house, any of that, yeah. I'm lost. Yeah. I'm lost too. Yeah. I just, it's just the way it is. Yeah. And it's best not to be judgmental. Just say it's not my thing and change the channel. Don't spend a lot of time being upset about it. Yeah. Although and ranting and raving because nobody wants to hear it. Just change the channel. You're all grown up and you live in the United States of America and it doesn't matter who the, re, the, the president is. You can watch, listen to whatever you want. My son won't yeah. let me change the channel. Well, who wears the pants in that family, yeah. Dave? <laughs> well, <laughs> Not me. They're down around my ankles. Yeah. <laughs> so you should say, okay, we'll listen to this, and you have to play squad leader with me. <laughs> Usually I say, I pick the volume or I pick the channel. You, your choice. Yeah. So What does he they, listen to? Uh, my son Adam will do some of this new modern rock. It's new, new age. It's not quite new age. No, it's not. New wave. No, it's not that. That was... Um, Elvis Costello and all, right? Yeah. Um, but it's like rock. It's if you heard it, you would get into a lot of it. Oh, okay. It's yeah, yeah. 
lot of it. Well, my, of mice and men. Don't listen to a word I say. Hey, modest mouse. No, but uh, that was a newer band, right? I love yeah. them. Um, I like the one um, with the um, sleepyhead. Sleepyhead. Sleep. No. Sleepyhead. Well, you know, there's a lot of music out there. I don't listen um, to um, it all. Oh darn, darn! I have three of their CDs, and I've listened to them all a ton. I can't come up with their name. Yeah, it's interesting talking to people i there's a young guy that i talk to at one of my clients he's 20 and he'll come and find me. he plays the guitar and i play the guitar so he comes and we're talking and he'll say hey dude have you listened to the band um you know broken morons uh, no i haven't oh how about Wait, is that real hell's a popping no i haven't <laughs> You're making those how up. about that you know and he lists all these bands and you know there's there's 150,000 bands. It's like uh-huh. asking somebody these days, have you watched this TV show called Anorexia? No, I haven't. You know, there's 5,000 TV shows. It used to be. In the good old days, there were three networks. <laughs> and you could say, you know, did you watch Get Smart? Yes, I did. Because everybody did. Everybody did. Passion Pit was the band that Sleepy had. And... Um, the that is true. Our culture radio united us as a nation. You could have kids in Texas hearing the same songs, the Beatles or the Stones, whatever, in New York and here and there. And we are a bit more separated now that everyone can access their own particular band. Yeah. Like the Decemberists. I think this should be a very famous band. And they're niche. Right. I've talked before about me going to their concerts with yeah. Jim and stuff and in the fun times. But um yeah. So, anyway. ASL today? Should we talk about ASL? Yeah. Did we have a contest, Jeff? We had a wonderful contest a couple of shows ago. We decided to get crazy. We had some very nice products from Ray Tapio, and we gave away the hot stove pack. And all you had to do, all you had to do was write in an email with the word hot stove in the title, and you get your name in the drawing. And sometimes we get what? Like, if we have a call-in contest, we get six people. Yeah. We'll call in. And we were surprised. We got 19 people. 19 people. And That's pretty good. Jeff had said, if you include the words... Sugar tanks. You get double entries. From Kellogg's. Yeah, you get your name in twice if you mention sugar tanks. And there were four of the 19 people... That mentioned sugar tanks, so their name goes in the hat twice. So now we have 23 names. Yep. In order. In order. We've got them from in our uh, Gmail account. And so I'm going to roll the dice right now. We've got a random number generator. Here we go. Randomnumbergenerator.com. Top to bottom. Top is number one. That's the Laco. Right. So here we go. I'm going to generate a number. Steven, you're two. Ready? Joe is three. Do you want to do a drum roll or something? No, because it's irritating. You're right. <laughs> okay, here we go. Nine. Oh, good. I don't have to count down so far. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I. Who do you see? I see it starts with a P. One, two, three, four. Does that count? The oh, doubles? wait a minute. One, count two, double. three, All right. four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine. I'm. Lo- I see one with an H. 
It is because of the doubles. You yeah. did the doubles, and I yeah. did not do the doubles for the sugar tanks. Yeah. And so it is. Hong Kong Wargamer. That's going to cost us a fortune. To oh, show. yeah, really? Yeah. Why, why did that have to happen? <laughs> why did that oh, have to happen? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Jack, what are we going to do? No, it's not Jack. It's um, it's Jack. The Hong Kong Wargamer. Yeah. It is Jack. It is Jack. Of course, everyone knows him. Yeah. He, he calls in our show. Oh, my gosh. All right, congratulations. Yeah, big. that's a big congratulations go out unto you. And yep. how, and you know, he he puts in here, I'd like to enter the contest. Thanks for tweeting about uh, Malaya, Ma- Malaya uh, Mad, Mad Men yep. in 2019. And how are we going to get this thing to him? We can't get it there. We can. We can't sell it. I'll get it there. there. You know, my wife is going to Bali. That's close enough. Is that closer? Yeah, you have her take it to Bali. <laughs> okay, and then I have a second cousin. No, Laura's Tony Tan. He's from Vietnam. He was a Vietnam boat kid. He's in Hong Kong. Oh, he is. Okay, he is in Hong Kong. Okay, so maybe he can get to Bali, pick it up from her. We got to figure this out. I guess we should have said it's got to be in the continental United States. No, Hong Kong War Gamer is Jackson Kwan. That's why yeah. it's Jack. Okay, yeah. that's why I wasn't recognizing Jack. Jackson yeah. Kwan. Yeah, okay. Um, send us your address. <laughs> Jackson. Seriously. Yeah. We're getting it to you. And $2,000 oh, for shipping. going from, <laughs> from here to the Madison Malaya. Or is it Manila? Oh, it, Manila. It, right. There Manila. might be somebody going to Malaya Madman. Okay, E- email us, Jackson. Yeah, email us, I Jackson. I guess we can email you and not be lazy. And, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to announce it's a new okay. contest, Jeff, for something absolutely insane prize? Oh, this is crazy. Listen. For you people that like contests, oh, you're going to you flip. you guys guess? You're going to flip. We should is? put this in the show notes that at, at the 18-minute mark, we're going to announce a contest that's going to blow your socks off of your yourself and the person sitting closest to you. Do you want to get a picture of me hugging this game? I do. I... Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to get that right now. While Jeff takes my picture, um I oh, got this wonderful prez- prize from my good friend Mark Woods and Mark gave us yanks. Oh my gosh! Yes, it's Yanks, everybody. It's Yanks. Wait a minute. It's sealed. Is it just it's new? Just a picture of Yanks? No, Yanks? it's the whole game. Yanks. The whole thing. Multiman Publishing. How did he do this? It's not shrink wrapped, is it? He accidentally pre-ordered two. It's not shrink wrapped, is it? It's shrink wrapped. It's shrink wrapped. I'm telling you. So, so it's empty. It's an empty box. <laughs> are you saying? Stop. It's full. Yes. It's Yanks. A, all you gotta do. What do they gotta do, Jeff, to get Yanks? All you got to do is write to the two half squads. No, let's make them do something. No, write to the two half squads. Put Yanks in the subject line. Yep. And if you want your name in twice, say Sugar Tanks. <laughs> okay. Because we got more prizes coming, folks. Yeah. We had some donations. I think I think we got like West of Alamein coming up later. We got tons of small prizes. So we're just yeah. going to roll this year. This is going to be the big the year one of the prizes. For the year. Yeah. This for yeah. the year. Well, I don't know. This or would you rather have West Alamein? It's tough. You know? Yeah, you cannot win twice. 
So for oh. those of you, so Jackson Quan. Jackson, yeah, let's say that. Yeah, we. You Sorry, win. Jackson. And you know, I plus think, I'm not shipping this. It's weighs way too much to ship, though. Yeah, I, I think it's got to be Kong. in the continental United States. Maybe Canada. I think we could probably swing Canada. I uh, no, it gets expensive. Well, okay, how about this? Are you willing to pay for shipping anybody? Yeah. How about that? Make a ten dollar donation. Right. No, we could swing it. I don't know. We can. But where will we get money from, Jeff? Well, whoever helps us to run our show. There are a few generous people who contribute to the two half squads every month just by joining us on Patreon. Patreon. So you can go on to Patreon, patreon.com slash the two half squads. You say, I want to make a donation. They put something up there. It says $5, but you don't have to do five. It could be less. You can could do be three. More. You can do two. It could be five. You can do 20 a Whatever show. Whatever you want. Every time we publish a show... You get a little money taken out of your account, and it goes toward supporting the two half squads. A worthy cause, certainly. And look, let's say you only contribute a dollar per episode. That's like $24 a year. That's cheap. That's cheap. You you spend more than that on nachos a couple of times or, uh, you know, a few coffees. So We haven't had a lot of new Patreon supporters lately. No. But we do have our usual supporters. Where do you like to order your games from, Jeff? Where you get free shipping? You know, Ritter Krieg is my my go-to spot. Ritter Krieg. Go to RitterKrieg.com. They've got great ASL stuff. All kinds of ASL stuff. And we uh, we tweet out uh, newsletters from Derek over there. Yes. Great guy. Um, I hear he's showing up at Aslock, according to the interview with Brett Hildebrand. I think that's correct. That interview will be in show 210, number 210. Look yeah. forward to that. But Ritter Krieg, so please support our sponsor. Buy and, of stuff. course, what kind of games do you want to buy? What, what brand makes the best games for Advanced Squad Leader? Bounding Fire Productions. Bounding Fire Productions. Poland Flames. Love breaking up my new Polish counters, putting them into that tray i tweeted that out yeah um i gotta get playing my into the rubble too oh it's rubble Not mine is Barney it's rubble. bubbles into i the thought bubbles? it was into the bubbles <laughs> oh no, i thought a- that sounds lovely i'm gonna order that no. into the bubbles no these are war games oh not peace games oh well peace games is that the olympics well as soon as they come my into the bubbles i'm gonna playing it at the bubble and i have heard that i think corrigidor might be being a project they're working on over at bounding fire you know what i love about corrigidor it's the word yeah isn't corrigidor it, isn't it fun? it's a lovely word yeah yeah like i went to corrigidor yeah you oh. think of humidors like smoking pipe yeah and a foreign place yeah i'm guessing it's not that nice yeah so you please ritter krieg support our sponsors patreon support us on patreon Another thing that's very helpful for us is if you go to iTunes and give us a review. Don't just do a star. Write a little something. Something about how lovable and huggable Dave is, for instance. That would be sweet. You'd like that. And you are. And you. what are you holding up here, Dave? You're holding up. We have a new sponsor, Jeff. Oh, we do. Hot dog. Broken Ground Productions. Ah, Broken Ground Productions is our newest sponsor. Sweet. For a Three while. sponsors. Uh-huh. They're still hanging in there. And we will be reviewing the counter sheets from Broken Ground Productions. 
on this very show. Hot dang. In fact, is that for this show or next show? Or You know what? There's enough stuff. No more stuff. All you guys producing stuff. Cut it out. We can't keep up. But this, you're going to want. So can we jump right into what's... Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. Cue the uh, effect. What's in the box? And you what... know, did we invent what's in the box? I noticed there's a number of podcasts now that do a what's in the box thing. I Did we invent that? Not quite, you... but we made it popular. We made yeah. it very popular. Would you take a look at that counter sheet, Jeff? Yeah, this is the first time I've seen this. What, I'm holding What this. I didn't tell you was that I took these partisan counters for my own personal possession. Mm-hmm. I figured you'd forgive me or arm wrestle me for them, and I knew I could kick your ass in arm wrestling. You probably... Oh, sh- no swearing. So... Yeah. <laughs> Can you guess what nationality are doing there? Uh, I'm thinking they're Chinese. Uh, no, you would. Yeah, these are the partisan counters. Oh. Now you think Chinese about partisans? It. No. Well, no, they're Chinese. They're there partisans. are three nationalities of partisans in this counter set. Ah, okay. And this was one I was going to order anyway from Broken Ground before. Did I they... make a fool of myself again? No, not at all. Okay. No, because look at two tone counter sheets. You're right. That's rare. And then partisans were not that. They were just the Russian color, remember? Yeah, that's right. They were 337s and 527s in the Russian color, um, although they were found all across um, the war. So what we got here is... Sorry. You have a bunch of vehicles, and normally they're not... There were no vehicles originally with the partisans, right? But now you got them. Some of those counters there are, I believe, you know what? I want to look it up again. Um, like, are there two different colored tanks in there somewhere? Yes, there's some that are green right. and some that are uh, a light green and some that are a darker chartreuse. Does that help you any? Yeah, I think they were like the two of them were like supposed to be captured vehicles um that the partisans used in the maybe it was the Warsaw uprising. Well, well I'm going to look that up. Um can you go to the, his website? Uh sure. And I'll start talking about these. What I got here There's this set and in the color of most of the tanks. It's kind of an Axis or Allied minor color, I forget. And you got three three sevens and they're half squads. Now, for me to fit these all in one tray, I'll probably put a picture of this up for you. I got all these counters into one tray, and you have these European counter five three sevens, and then you have four four sevens. Now, only this greenish minor country um, has the four four seven count. No, that's wrong. Oh, they're the only ones that have a three four seven counter. Three four seven and the half squads, and then the three three sevens, which are very typical uh, partisan counters, and the one two seven half squads, and then a bunch of support weapons for them, all in the last tr- upper right tray of a standard, uh, you know, plastic uh, box that I like to use. Now below that, I put in the bluish ones, and these are for like French. Okay, and the, co- the the pictures on them are all different. Uh, and so you can use your bluish ones for, like, the French. And in that row, 
I go with the 527, then the 447, then the concealment counters for that group, and then the 337s, and then all the support weapons at the end there. And includes everything, DCs, light machine guns that your partisans would have. And then on below that is like a Russian kind of counter with a tannish and the brown corners. And that's the 527, 447, and I put in the concealments again, the 337s, and then all the support weapons that are in that color. And then the bottom, I, I ran in the um, Axis Miner or Allied Miners uh, leaders. Next to that, the Frenchy kind of partisan leaders, all with the cool art. Each again, individually, they're, they're different. And he has these sniper counters. And I want you to take a look at these, Jeff, as you look. Um, did you were you able to find his description under partisan counters at all? Yes, he says uh, this partisan group, a set of two-tone counters representing partisan units across three general regions. Western Europe, which are blue-brown. Thanks. Eastern Europe, which are light brown-brown. Mm -hmm. And the Balkans, which are light green-brown. Okay, so I was pretty close there. Yeah. And then um, the two tanks, did he mention those two on that sheet? I think they were... Oh, well, I can look at them there. Yeah, these are... Boy... One's called Magda, one's called Felic. I think these were two German tanks captured in the Warsaw Uprising and used. I could be wrong, but uh, you get the idea. It says here, okay. includes a full sheet of AFV ordnance loosely based on Tito's partisan army, which oh, are light green-brown, plus two captured poodles, which are Panzer IVs, used against the Germans during the Warsaw Uprising. It, okay, so, yeah, you got right. that right. Yep. Okay. Yeah, amazing. And then you get your uh, large concealment counters to go with them and your acquisition counters. You also got uh, three different colors of acquisition counters for the infantry, like the um, direct fire acquisition counters, I mean. And then look at these snipers, Jeff. What do you notice about this here? Hand me one. Hand me a sniper. You got a. I don't think I've ever said that before. Hand me a sniper. <laughs> There's a first for everything. Yeah. What's unique about these? You know, I love my sniper counters. Yes, you do. Well, they're numbered. Yeah. They've got a big red number on them. And what number is that? Two, three, and four. Oh, so my sniper number's four. Which one should I use? I don't know. <laughs> How about number four? Yeah. Well, you know, there's kind of a simple brilliance to that. A simple, simple brilliance. He's got them all the way up to seven. Wow. Now, I've never seen a sniper number of seven. I suppose it can happen. That's, seven, that's the six, highest five, they can get, I believe. Four, three, two. Yeah. Wow, Amazing. that's really great. Yeah. Great. So I'm really thrilled with the partisan counters. Again, full color, <clears throat> modern look to it. I'd use these all the time. And uh, and they pop right out. They're nice. I mean, they stay in, but they also come right out. Yes. They're nice. Corners, cut, cut you know, are a little nubby. Um, yeah, you may want to get I out your corner cutter. And I don't do that. So, And I had an easy time um, popping these out watching TV load them into my tray i'll get a picture of that put it up so our new sponsor broken ground productions we will go through all of the counters that he, that he has produced yeah excellent and guess what it's time for letters letters oh no it's we've not we've been rickrolled What's Rickroll mean? Oh, you don't know about Rickroll? No. All I know is 
I thought we said like disco was not a good music oh, style. This, this is the 80s. This isn't disco. Oh, Rick, you don't know about Rickrolled. No. It's where you send somebody a, a link. You'll say, oh, watch this uh, interesting news video. And it'll be a link to Rick Astley singing Never Gonna Give You Up. <laughs> and then, or you'll do one and say, uh, uh, here's an important, uh, here's some important, important training video for you. And it's Rick Astley singing Never Gonna Give You Up. It's gotten this guy up to 480 million hits. Wow. Yeah. We were I used to Rick send Roll. Rick Rolls all the time. I'd send them to clients. Yeah, uh, click on this for information about how to keep spam out of your email. And then it's Rick Astley. <laughs> it's hilarious. We've just been Rick Roll. Well, this is your first Rick Roll. Now let's get back to what we should be doing. Letters. Letters. Uh, so beautiful. You have to ask your kids if they've been rickrolled. At school or at home or both? Both. I will do that. Yeah. Hey, everybody. I got a letter from Dennis Donovan. He says, just listen to episode 203. Oh. Listen to special one and 202 last week. Thanks for your hard work. I need some ASL therapy. We had a family reunion and I had to deal with my four plus three mother-in-law single man counter. <laughs> he's just joking. Oh. You know, his whole family knows he's just kidding Okay. Random thoughts on episode 202, I think it was. You were pondering what OOP meant. Out of pocket. Out of print. Ah. Thank you for the clarification. Of course, I thought of it later. Also, remember the song from the 80s called Pass the Duchy by Musical Youth? Jeff? Uh, of course I do. I, You know what? Ah. I just looked it up. It goes like this. Ah. I've been Rickrolled. Oh, you've been Rickrolled, Dave. <laughs> Look at him dance. <laughs> the okay. episode where you reviewed Dutch trucks at Tapio. Oh, yes, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gave him an idea for a parody. We won't share it, I guess, because uh, that would be give someone else idea to steal it. Um, but anyway, uh, thank you, Dennis, for your input and thoughts and all your great musical donations to the show. Yes, we thank appreciate you. those very much. And we... We can't wait until you come up with some squad leader variant of. Is that Rickroll? I can't wait till Dennis Rickrolls us. Do you have a letter, Jeff? I've got a letter here from Alan Hume. We haven't heard from Alan for a little while, but it's so it's really it was good to hear from him. He says, Congrat uh, he's from Scotland, so I'll do it the voice. Congratulations on 200 episodes, guys. I surfed over to your home page the other night as soon as I saw the post on Facebook saying that episode 200 was up. I haven't listened to it yet, though as I keep falling asleep before the end, that's what I get for listening to the podcast when I go to bed. How am I doing? Good. You sound like him. What an achievement. Ten years of ASL goodness. It's really quite something, guys, and I'm sure, as I've said before, you really do make a big difference to people's lives. You make a big difference to mine anyway. I really look forward to the new episode every month. So here's hoping you guys decide to keep going on and doing more. Maybe you'll have some more time once you retire next year. Congratulations on that too, by the way. That's pretty awesome in itself. 
keeps me in touch with all that's happened in the ASL world. It's invaluable. I hope you're going to review Flames in Hatton when it arrives. Yes, we are. Will do. Be a couple more shows, I think. There's so much coming out for ASL this year. At least that's how it feels anyway. Red Factories and all the rest. I pre-ordered the uh, Black Lion Games through Black Lion Games, uh, the Red Factories, Mm -hmm. which is his friendly local game store. So he's looking forward to that release. Anyhow, anyhow, I'm waffling. I just wanted to say thanks once again for all your efforts. And congratulations on hitting episode 200. Best witches. Witches. Yes, that's how they say it. <laughs> Alan Hume, Edinburgh, Scotland. You sound like Alan. Thank you, Alan. Thanks, Alan. It's great to hear that you're out there still and still playing. And uh, yeah, Flames in Hatton is coming up. And Red Factories, I'm looking forward to that too. Well, I'd like to say that this show is brought to you from kind donations from listeners like Richard N. and Chris B. Thank you, gentlemen, very much for your Thanks, kind guys. donations. Speaking of, Jeff, I point out Vic Provost was in some health issues and there was a GoFundMe. Yeah. Game. So we did, right. we tweeted that out, folks. You can look through the Twitter feed for that and help support Vic. He's done a lot for the ASL community. Yeah, I haven't heard an update on that, but I no. we hope he's doing well. Yeah. We're thinking of you. And I have a little note from the singing lumberjack. Uh, he says, yes, he'll enter our contest, and it will guilt him back into listening. He says, I got lazy, and I feel bad. Oh, Jeff, should he feel bad? I think he should. That? I think so, too. It's best to feel bad. <laughs> it's what drives this country. And Yes, you should feel bad. And thanks for listening again. Do you have one there? I've got one here from Richard who writes and says, I love the show, and I'm going to add my own emphasis now to these. You know, he just types, but I can tell from reading it the emotion, so I'm going to bring that out, because I've been studying acting. Guys, I love the show, and I would love to be in the drawing for the module. Hot stove. Many thanks, and... Sugar tanks. How'd I do? <laughs> Good. Yeah. Good dramatic, indeed. Dramatic. Dramatic reading. I have one. Thanks, from, Richard. I have one from Jim Barra. Holy amigos. Did someone say the password is hot stove? Keep up the great work. Adios. But then he says, uh, from the California map SSR, EC is very dry. Oh, this all oh, because oh, this is uh, California fires. Remember? Oh, Burning right. Summer. Yes, yes. Blazes randomly start with every successful sniper check, and wind change rolls are made at the end of every phase. Kindling is criminal. Flamethrowers <laughs> and Molotov cocktails are banned by the Geneva Convention. So yeah, Jim, glad you survived um, the summer there, and thanks for joining our contest. Sorry you did not win. Yeah, really. We didn't say how sorry we are that everybody couldn't win, but just send your name in again. We got more great prizes like that Yanks box sitting right over there looking at me. Got an announcement here. This just in, in from, the news. from Jackson Kwan, the Hong Kong Wargamer. Hi, guys. How are you? Hope all is well beyond the 200th episode. We're very excited to have plans for a 2019 Asia PAC ASL tournament in Singapore. I wonder if you can help us get the word out a bit via your Twitter and your podcast. Asia Pacific ASL tournament, July 26th through 28th, 2019, in Singapore. 
The Madman Cometh. Many thanks. Warm regards, Jackson. All right, and whoever's so going, go. let us know so we can send over. Yeah, the bo- the uh, the hot stove box. The hot stove box. And so prepare your uh, your passports and get your pictures in order and make sure that you haven't you're not carrying any explosives and get on over to Singapore. And I have one from. Well, I just want to say the show is brought to you from our new Patreon sponsor. Anthony E. Thank you so much, Anthony. That was pathetic, Jeff. That was. <laughs> there we go. Thanks, Anthony. And uh, we haven't got a lot of new people on Patreon. Sure would love to see another 50 to 100 of you jump in there and support the show. There's always So we can go room. to Europe someday. Thank you, Anthony. Do you have one, Jeff? I do. Yes, I've got one right here. Right here, really big. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Uh, This is from Jeffrey Myers regarding the BRT Gamer's Guide. Hello, Jeff and Dave. I have a spare copy of the BRT Gamer's Guide. Would you like one for your own enjoyment or as a prize for the show? Cheers, Jeff. And we would love that. It came in the mail. It's great. So we're going to give that as a gift in an upcoming contest. You know, these contests are pretty complicated and really hard to to enter. So only the strongest survive. Uh, But yes, that'll be coming up. Thank you very much, Jeffrey. Jeffrey is a registered patent attorney. How about that? So if if anybody out there, I'll just take this upon myself. If anybody has out, uh, out there needs something patented. Jeffrey Myers is the guy to do it. Excellent. Thank you again for that kind donation to keep our yeah. prizes rolling yeah. and guilting the people into listening to get yeah. those prizes. Yeah. And Colins, uh, Mark uh, said he loved the bit from the, um, I thought it was, oh, he said my favorite movie. You did awesome. I think it was the 2001 oh, yes. comedy bit, yes. which was one of our, I think, our crown jewels, Jeffrey. And the 200 show was also fun and informative. Thank you. Mark, do we have time for a few more? Uh, yes, we've got one here from Clinton Payne who wrote and said, Hi guys, I can only speak for myself, but I wouldn't have mentioned to you that you were repeating rules sections, even if I remembered the previous presentation. Because the more you repeat, the longer you will have to keep going before you have covered all the rules at least once. This is a good thing for those of us who appreciate the otherwise rare opportunity to be able to listen to enthusiastic players grapple with the significance of rule details without having first studied them intensely and pretending that they knew it already with a polished and seamless podcast. You certainly needn't needn't apologize. Thanks for not rushing us, Clinton. And that's good for us. Yeah, uh, we'll repeat stuff and uh, we stumble along and... As long as people like to listen, we are going to continue to do this show, even if it goes into the next century. We sure are. And I have one from Eric C. Uh, oh, Eric from Canberra. Uh, he said, it's a comment on a show, but we got to read it. Um, at 21 minutes and 55 seconds, excuse me, episode 205, you said a gun marked with opportunity fire cannot intensifier. A gun marked with opportunity fire is the only gun that can intensify fire in the advancing fire phase. Thank you for the clarification. 
We need everyone in the community working together to help keep us straight because we get so confused. Also, the show is brought to you by donations from another new patron sponsor, Paul C. Thank you, Paul. Last one, Jeff? Yes, coming right up. And our last letter here for the night is from Dennis Donovan. Dennis writes and says, Hey guys, how's things? I loved the Hot Snake Eyes parody at the start of episode 205. Keep those parodies coming. The bones in the whole thing was good. I was going to ask if it was Jimmy Hoffa, but not going to go there. <laughs> oh, that was your reference to the uh, That was the, the hole I dug with my hand. <laughs> yeah. But if you had unearthed a cranium, that would have been a big sign that there was some skullduggery going on. <laughs> yuck, yuck. Do you remember when Dennis he visited us? Puns. Yes. Oh, we had a great time. That was He was a really fun, fun guy. And all those guys are going to Aslock. They're probably driving there as we speak. Oh, yeah. That's that's starting this weekend. Uh, Dennis continues, The hand was funny, but it would have been even funnier if there was an arm bone, too. It would have <clears throat> been humorous. <laughs> I'm probably going out on a limb there. <laughs> Keep them episodes coming. Dennis, you're killing us. We love it. And again, Dennis, thank you for the song parody donations great work. and work yeah. you do yeah. for the show. Great stuff. Then it's not who you've been playing lately. It's just some more guests to talk to. Today Great we guests. have Frank Canzolino. Perfectly done. Oh, come up close to your mics, gentlemen. And yeah, no thumping the just table. A bit. No thumping the table. And there you are on Facebook. And um, Mr. DeVries, that first name is Mark. Mark. Okay, Mark. We've talked to Mark before, and uh, but not Frank. Frank, uh, what brings you here today? Uh, <laughs> the shopping. <laughs> Playing Avalon Hill games in the mid seventies. Okay. Oh. And I started in squad leader in the purple box. So okay. from the beginning. How come everybody looks too young to actually be making these? Uh, it does. Almost yeah, sixty-five years too. old. I can't. I look older than him, don't I? Well, that's because we've been playing. Well, actually, it's because uh, I took off uh, from playing any of these games from about nineteen seventy-nine. Oh. All the way until. Uh, Three months ago. That's why you look. Oh, so no shown. kidding! Right. Yeah. So I'm uh, 17 games or 18 games now into uh, ASL. Okay. Picking it up uh, just cold and. How how did you come back to it after uh, such a long time? Retirement. I uh, okay. needed needed to have a thing to do. Uh, that wasn't physically. There, I mean, there's lots demanding. of things to do. How did you? Pick? <laughs> well, I like it and. Okay. Uh, so I've been rolling around in your head. Well, uh, over between in that interim time, I had uh, uh, found in like Goodwill and half book, half price books, and all those kinds of places. I found about five uh, ASL products. Oh, three mo- three modules and uh, a couple of the uh, flat box historical ones. Yeah. And so I picked them up, and you know they were like nickels and dimes, maybe like ten bucks a piece or something like wow. that. Wow. So I picked them up, and most of them were uh, still shrunk right. Probably could be sold for a lot more on eBay. Well, just they can also be split open with a knife and uh, <laughs> enjoyed. Enjoyed. And, uh, so what I did is, I when I decided to do this a couple of months ago, I said, "Well, let me start." I had to go out and I uh, yeah, rule book uh, Beyond Valor, and uh, uh, so I uh, got it. Now I filled in. Now I've got all the uh, what I call official modules from MMP and the AH. And I uh, started picking up, and since I live in the Chicago area, 
Um, this was not much of a you know hump to get here, so we, we came. Yeah, that's and great. Did you have connections with Ortega? No, I Southwest fished around, uh, went on the Facebook uh, ASL group, which has almost 4,200 people. Yeah. And uh, I found uh, the local uh, local group, which was the, the first local group I found was Eric Ortega's group in the Southwest Outpost. They run in Romeoville. That's uh, uh, 25 minutes from my house down the highway, so it's no big deal to get there. Yeah. Since then, I, I play not only with Eric when... when he does have run the group, but I'm in the Northern Illinois uh, ASL group. Um, and uh, I've, I have found in the last three weeks two weekly players, uh, two different guys. So just by finding them through Facebook and whatever, yeah, I've been able to hook up with, uh, and I'm playing three or four times a week now uh, as I learn this. That's great. Awesome. So who are you playing with locally? Oh, Eric's group, uh, the Northern Illinois. The, the weekly guys? Uh, someone weekly from those guys, I, I don't know if they, oh, well, one of them's over here, uh, Scott from uh, okay. Scott VFW. Sure. Uh, yeah. You don't have to one. say last name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we often don't on this show. <laughs> and I didn't. Conserve <laughs> privacy. And uh, there, there's a, another guy out in uh, Carroll Stream okay. who I happen to find at, I don't remember exactly how I found him, I think through Eric. And uh, so uh, I picked up with him and. Uh, he decided he wanted. He hadn't played ever, so he decided he wanted to uh, try it too. And so we're uh, learning. Well, all right. And when you came out to the tournament today, your first opponent was Mark DeVries. Wow. Oh, we're sorry. How about that? <laughs> well, it's it called propinquity. No, you might as well jump <laughs> in the timing. deep end when you uh, when if you're going to learn how to swim, right? You know, we had a good game. We laughed, we cried, right. we played ASL. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. And if it makes you feel any better, I'm kind of bottom feeder with you, too. I'm one and three. <laughs> one and three. And I'm having a ball. I just lost to Mark Herms from uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Absolute nail-biter of a scenario. Oh, for pity's sake, what's the name of it now? From Schwerpunkt, Death's Hit debut, I think. Okay. Just absolute nail-biter of a scenario, though, really close. Got down to the last player turn. If that's how I play all my ASL scenarios, it gets on the last dice rolls, and we shake hands... Um, I had the joy rolling snake eyes on a heat of battle, followed by the glorious twelve. Woo! Wow! <laughs> and then and then I had another heat of battle, snake eyes, followed by a glorious eleven. Woo! Uh, go teams! <laughs> right. And then I moved it down to actual. I actually then created a hero later in the scenario. But it, but it was a gloriously great game. If I'm going to play in an ASL and lose games like that, meh. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. And fun and fun to do. Um, I have to advertise something bad about myself. Um, this is the Cracker Barrel menu. Uh, my friend Jeff on the way here from Grand Rapids, DeYoung. Michigan, Jeff DeYoung, uh, told the waitress at the Cracker Barrel in Stevensville, Michigan, that I was a special needs person. <laughs> so I was given a children's menu at the Cracker Barrel. I have inscribed... ASL is hard. Jeff is a meanie. So is Goldman. Now, I will say in my defense, I was able to solve the children's or the adults' maze the first try. I've been offering to people like Wes Vaughn, Mike Zemitz, and Mark Harms that if they beat me, 
they could do the other half of the maze. Oh. <laughs> Jerks. Wow. What kind of people in my face? I'm sorry I didn't offer it to you. No, that's okay. Yeah. We are our first game. I'm also a jerk. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's a hard maze. I mean, as I show it to people on Facebook. Looks, yeah, it looks very complicated. It's, it's, and, but ASL is hard. It can be. ASL is a joy. I've been playing it since 1987. Great game system. Wow. Can't say enough good things about it. So... And you've yeah. done many, 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 many tournaments. I went to ASLOC from 87 to 97 with one year off to teach high school in California. I then had these kids appear in my life. That happens when you get married. And oh, yes. Things happen. And I didn't, I've, I've gone consistently open ever since about 98, 99. So when Merrill ran it, and then um, before Dave Goldman, oh golly, who ran it? Louis? Uh, Louis yeah, Tokars. Louis Tokars. So I've seen all three of them, and they all have done wonderful, wonderful work. I do feel kind of bad. 20 years ago, this tournament got over 90 people. Yeah. And this weekend, I think we're at like Looks 38. Like 30 or 40. 38, now. I think. Yeah. 30-something. Yeah. So, but maybe that's the aging of the hobby. Heaven forbid people have a million other things to do. I think uh, people are moving out of the state, and I think that's got something to do with it. You're gonna, that might you have only to have to lose a few guys when you think about it. To there, yeah, that might hit on the demographic loss going on in Illinois right now. But right. that's politics. I'm not touching that. No. They also were Thank you. concerned that Thursday <laughs> start day cut oh, yeah. out some people, too. That, that, no. that's, that was the follow-up question. That's why I asked you, actually, and then I forgot. Why did I ask him about the, his tournaments? So this is a little bit different layout of the tournament than what you normally see, right? Right. Um, I like St. Louis has a great tournament format for that because it's a Friday through Sunday. Yeah. Whereas this, they've said to allow larger scenarios to be played. Right. Um, They start Thursday night and go through Sunday morning. Yeah. And, I mean, as a high school teacher, it's hard for me to justify missing that much school. This year, this is spring break for me, so I'm enjoying it. Oh, okay. It's perfect. Right. It's perfect. Wonderful propinquity. Wonderful timing. Propinquity? Propinquity. What do you teach? I teach social studies. Oh, my goodness. You have no idea the heartache I go through as a USB teacher trying to cover World War II in a mere three weeks. Oh, yeah. That and then I, I also deal with juvenile delinquents. And you remember that's, that? Well, I remember talking about it when we interviewed you last time several years ago. Yeah. The delinquent part that's challenging. Yeah. It, all God's children and a few village idiots. Let's not cover that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't go there. Yeah, no, I've, I've got a few village idiots sometimes, and that's just well, the way it is. talking about your kids. <laughs> no, no, not my own kids. Not my own well, kids, my oh, students. Okay. Oh, okay. My students. I've got some students who are challenged. I'm kind, kind of think a polite way of saying it. Well, maybe you should stop using words like propinquity, and they'd understand what you're I'm feeling about. a little challenged myself at the moment. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Anyway, a good weekend, good sportsmanship. Yeah, good people. Uh, we, we I just met Frank. He seems like a good guy. Oh well, that's <laughs> uh, Seriously, we, you laughed. You pl- cried, cried. We played ASL. When yeah. I was playing Mark Harms, he rolled a snake eyes, followed by a snake eyes. Whoo! High oh. five. <laughs> you know that was beautiful. Battle hardened, following by a snake eyes for the hero that he created. Oh yeah. man, life is good. Yeah, doesn't happen often. Eh. It's great to see those moments, though, when they Yeah, because it's supposed to be about having fun, good sportsmanship, yeah. game system, passing on things that you know about the game system. Right. And, yeah. Well, I got school today, uh, Rich. Rich uh, Dunkish? Yeah. Or Dunkish, okay, yeah. I got school today, boy. Yeah. Uh, this is one of the best players that I can imagine 
But if you're playing Lame. people like him and losing to him, because I yeah. played and lost to Rich D. I've also beaten him once, just once. You know, I, we, we, he beat me so soundly we played twice by sw- in switching sides in the scenario, and then he beat me just as soundly. <laughs> oh, that's painful. And just as quickly. Oh, that's painful. <laughs> it was. You know, it, it, it could be dispiriting. I didn't expect to have any luck here, any any win at all. That yeah. that to me is, you know, uh, well, a big bonus. I came here to meet these people, who uh, many of which are on uh, on this Facebook thing. So, you know, I'm meeting, I'm putting faces to names now. Uh-huh. You yeah. just got right. stars across the screen. Did we just get a, someone rated or liked us? I think so. I doubt. No, it's probably. Wow, there's someone. Probably my kid. Before I leave, <laughs> I see the t- two half squads. What's the 6-11 mean? Uh, let's see. The guys that made this for us. Um, firepower, oh six spring firepower, range. underlined ELR 11. Your elite with no a, range. He had, a, he had a reason for oh, it. Yeah. Because it's a podcast, oh. the range is infinity ah. around ah. the world. Yeah, I remember that much. Okay, so yeah. that's the middle. Yeah, beyond that. And the rest is a mystery that you have power. to solve. If that guy's on Facebook, if you could just send us a quick note on, <laughs> on what the shirt yeah. means, we'd all I'll make sure that. I post this on my yeah. Facebook page. Yeah. Well, to go back and listen to all the episodes, which will keep you busy for months of your life. Um... He does. We did explain it when we put the shirts up for sale many years ago. Now yeah, it's been start ten year anniversary with the show, celebrating. This will probably air in show two hundred and three, probably something like that. But and it, um, Domovic has done some uh, replays. So if, if you know Frank, you're new, promote the show. Um, we have segments that are ASL extras, and in those they are series replays with several ways we've done them. You can hear the players playing live with me doing a play by play narration. Or uh, ones where we play out a turn or two, and then we sit back right. and explain what it's happened. The, the old general show commentary section. It's like uh, the commentary yeah. section. Are we good, guys? You can huh? find them. Are we good? We're yeah, good. you can, yeah. Hey, it's all good, man. Good to see you. Yeah. Good to talk yeah. to you, Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, too much Are we started? Um, all right, let's wrap up the letters, and let's wrap up the show, Jeff. Yeah, I think that'll do it for this episode 208, and uh, we thank everybody for listening, and we hope everybody, you know, Go to people you know that used to listen and don't listen anymore. Go to people you know that have never listened. And doggone it, get them to listen. Mm-hmm. And you know, we're so organized now. We can even say episode 209 is going to contain a interview with Rick, Chris Garrett from um, Aslock. Probably some box art on winter offensive back Ooh. nine. And maybe some rules or maybe... Um, Maybe a look at Comp Group Share Players Guide. Something yeah, like that. Yeah, great. All great right. stuff. All right, everybody, remember to roll low. And rally well. And clink and drink. But not, not when, when you're, you're playing, playing us. us. Except for the clink and drink part. You can yeah, do that. You can do that anytime. Oh, clink. that was pathetic. Here we go. That ah, was still, still pathetic. pathetic. All right, we got to get some clinkier glasses. Here. We're going to look for clinkier glasses, folks. There we <laughs> go. Clink and drink. Bye-bye, everybody. See you next time. Bye.